finally ready to take the leap and jump into that yoga teacher training program you've been dreaming about. Or maybe you've just graduated from one and you're ready to start the journey of becoming a full-time yoga teacher. If so, then I want to help you avoid these mistakes when you're first starting out so that you can step into your power as a successful yoga teacher, light worker, and entrepreneur. With these tips, you'll be able to find your voice and really ease your way into launching a profitable business that can support your life, your goals, and your wildest dreams. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the top four mistakes I see new yoga teachers make when they graduate a yoga teacher training program and are ready to start teaching in the community. My name is Amanda Paz, and I am the host of the Yoga Biz Academy podcast, the podcast to help you quit your nine to five and launch your intuitive yoga business. In these episodes, you'll find tips and strategies to help you gain clarity on your offers, get visible in front of your ideal clients, and get paid for the incredible work that you do. And if you're brand new to the podcast, I want to welcome you to the YBA family. I love to see you every single week, your comments, your reviews on the podcast. So if you're brand new, I want to say welcome. Introduce yourself down below in the comments if you're watching on YouTube, or if you like this type of content, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. All right, let's dive in. So when you're jumping into the world of teaching yoga, it's completely normal to feel a little unsure and insecure about leading a class. Memorizing the sequence, the cues, leading an opening and a closing, adjusting students mid-class, it can all feel like so much to remember. I remember completely freaking out in the car ride on the way to the first 10 classes I taught in a studio, terrified that I would just completely bomb. So how do you begin to find the confidence needed to feel excited, to teach. Easy. Practice teaching. So the number one mistake I see new yoga teachers make is that they don't practice teaching enough. So here's what happens. Teachers will practice daily when going through the teacher training program. But when it ends, most teachers feel a big sense of imposter syndrome when teaching or at the thought of teaching studio classes regularly because they don't feel comfortable with the sequence, with their voice and with their cues and with their messaging. All of this only comes from putting in the reps. There's no magic pill or prayer you can say that's gonna help you find the fluidity of teaching or the muscle memory that you need to build that then leads to that ease, that comfort, and that flow with teaching. It's like anything else in life. When you first begin doing something, you are nervous. Your senses are heightened, you're shaky for sure, and you're probably not good or not going to be good at it. And all of this is going to make you feel really uncomfortable. And that's going to make you feel insecure about teaching. But there's a simple solution. You just have to practice teaching a ton. Practice teaching with your friends, your family, your cousins, brothers, sisters. Offer free classes at least once a week as a new teacher so that you can find your rhythm. And as you do this, ask for feedback. Ask for all the feedback you can take. Ask those who practice with you to be really, really honest and critical so that you can truthfully improve their experience. Another tip I can give you is to voice record your classes. And then on another day, go back, get on the mat yourself, and listen, following along to your own voice. You'll get a really good feel for your cadence, your tone, your sequencing, and even your music choices. And this is the best advice I can give you if you're looking to improve or if you feel a little bit nervous about teaching when you're first starting out. Put in the reps by teaching often and then watch your game tape by taking your voice recorded classes. Here's the second mistake new yoga teachers make. You stop learning. 
Listen, no matter what you do, you should always aim to expand your wealth of knowledge throughout your entire life, always. There is no way that anyone graduates from a teacher training program and knows everything that they need to know about teaching the practice and lifestyle of yoga, about health and well-being, recovery, meditation, and the list goes on. Any of your interests, you're going to have to study them. There are so many different branches that you can choose from to extend out of the tree that is your mind. But that will only happen if you put in daily, weekly work to continue learning. Things like workshops, trainings, reading industry articles, watching YouTube videos, reading books about yoga, the body, mechanics, anatomy, injury prevention, prenatal, meditation, Reiki, Ayurveda. I mean, those are just a couple that I'm naming off the bat. The more knowledge you acquire, the better you will be able to serve and create for those in your community and your one-on-one clients. The better teacher and light worker you will be. And all of these things will be the things that set you apart from others in the big wide world of yoga. Your wealth of knowledge, your intellectual property is what sets you apart. It's what builds confidence when leading and it's what keeps your clients coming back to work with you because you bring these new things that you learn into the sessions, into your programs that you're creating. Novelty is key to sustaining exciting and rewarding relationships with your community. So the more you learn, the more you'll be able to share and the better of a leader it will make you. Mistake number three, neglecting your self-practice. So if you're taking the time to practice teaching to friends and family, teaching at studios and dedicating time and energy to researching, learning, studying, When do you have time to actually get on your mat and practice yourself, as in you being the student? This is why so many yoga teachers end up neglecting their self-practice and going weeks without practicing. It happened to me. It happens to so many yoga teachers that I know and so many of my coaching clients. The weeks where I don't practice as much, my teaching suffers. Remaining a student and maintaining that beginner's mind is much easier when you can carve out time to explore the practice on your mat. Taking someone else's class and being guided by someone else helps keep you inspired. And more than likely, you end up walking away with new ideas for postures, transitions, cues, messaging, themes for your classes, and even music. Exploring your personal practice at home can also be extremely beneficial. When you aren't listening to somebody else's words or cues, you're more easily able to tune into your own body and how postures feel, how sensations feel. And being able to teach from that understanding is so much more potent. Hey guys, very quickly, I wanted to ask, are you following us on Instagram? If you're not, there's two accounts I'd love for you to check out. The first is our brand account at Yoga Biz Academy on Instagram, where you'll see mini clips of these episodes along with tons of extra brand related events, yoga business tips and strategy, and featured teacher testimonials from some of our favorite members and course program alumni. If you're interested in following me personally, that's at Amanda X Paz, where you can see some behind the scenes of what my coaching business looks like and day-to-day running this YouTube channel and podcast. And if you want to just come over and chat with me, that's a place to do that. So the links are going to be in the description box below for both accounts. And I'd love for you to come and chat over there. Hopefully you'll check them out. Oh, and if you're still with me, comment your Instagram handle below so we can become friends and get to know one another. Now onto the fourth and final mistake new yoga teachers make. New yoga teachers tend to not include relatable messaging. 
Whether you want to work with only one-on-one clients or your dream is to pack studios and events with hundreds of people, your messaging is extremely important. Alignment cues and breathwork are vital in a yoga class, but what else could you share? Some students love snippets of yoga philosophy interpreted into everyday life experiences or scenarios. Many students who enter the path of yoga through asana haven't really delved into the text like the Yoga Sutra, so this is a really great opportunity to enrich their experience by sharing something new. Don't just teach your students what they already know and they're familiar with. Teach them what they don't know. For example, at the start of a restorative class, I might begin by explaining the principles of Svadhyaya, which is self-study, interpreting it into an intention for the class, such as I am the observer of my experience and I witness my truth. I allow what comes up to flow through me. Cueing and focusing on bringing attention to the sensations in the body throughout the entire class. In this way, ancient wisdom and teachings become relevant and helpful to students' lives, both on and off the mat. Sometimes the messaging will be pre-planned and sometimes it will be inspired on the spot. As you begin to connect with the energy of the class when you walk in, the energy of your one-on-one clients as you start to check in with them at the beginning, and realize that they may need asana and messaging that's a little bit different from what you intended to teach or lead coming into that class. And that's okay. What makes you an amazing teacher is your ability to intuitively adapt and hold space. Not every class has to be filled with tons of messaging, just a few lines works and can be the thing that keeps you connected, your private sessions booked out and your classes full. It's the thing that builds your voice, your energy, and that allows others to connect and relate to you. Your messaging becomes your signature. And the reality is that there is no right or wrong messaging. It can change multiple times throughout your life of teaching yoga, but just want you to make sure that you are always coming from a place of truth and authenticity. By being the intuitive entrepreneur that you are, by getting on the mat, by doing the work yourself, by living an aligned and spiritual practice, life will present events to you that will inspire your messaging and your storytelling. And that's part of the reason why your community will come to like and trust you. All right, so let's recap. As you prepare to start leading your yoga classes, building confidence and finding your voice, I really want you to remember to practice teaching a lot, continue expanding your wealth of knowledge, hop on the mat and practice self-practice weekly, and put some intentional messaging and storytelling into your classes. Schedule all of these events into your calendar as repeated weekly tasks to make sure that you are avoiding the most common mistakes that new yoga teachers make. Well, that's it for today. I hope this episode was helpful. And if you found it to be, make sure you send it to a fellow yoga teacher and subscribe for new tips and strategies every single week. You can find all of the latest episodes on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify, or wherever you listen to your audio at. And I cannot wait to bring you all of the content I have scheduled for you this year. One last note, if you're not already on the Yoga Biz Academy mailing list and want to get these episodes and so much more delivered straight to your inbox every week, check the link in the description box below and I'll make sure to link that out for you so you can join the family. As always, I appreciate y'all and I will see you next week. 